I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. This week on Pub Games, we talk our summer breaks. Jojo C was coming out. And sexy, sexy Bridget. Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pub Games, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. The postmodern queers! Yeah! <laughs> We're back, bitches! Woohoo! Feels so good to be back with y'all. I missed you so much. Yes! yes. Oh I'm God. so looking forward to this episode. It's been so long. It's 2021. Shit has happened. Oh my God. It has been such a bizarrely chaotic month. Trump was still president when we last did a oh, pod. Oh my God. <laughs> the world was a different place. They've stormed the Capitol. A lot has happened. You know, a lot has <laughs> happened. I saw something that I think you guys would like. It was on the internet. And it was someone saying that 2021 is just three 2020s in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so true. Oh my God. I can't believe like uh, how much has happened since we've had time off. Like how much has gone down. It's crazy. It feels like there's something in- about January. Like maybe after like the kind of holiday season and the end of the year feeling people are just crazier because they're, they've got this like, I need to make this year count vibe. Mm. So people mm-hmm. are coming in like guns are blazing and shit is just hitting the fan already. Mm-hmm. They're but making crazy decisions. <laughs> what what crazy de- decisions did you make over the summer and what did you get up to over the summer? Because I guess we haven't really seen each other. Well, Aurelia, um, you and I are new yummy mummies to our dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true, true. Um that has probably been the biggest like change in my life. I've never felt love like this in my life before. <laughs> and he's currently sleeping behind you. Yeah, he's sleeping. Um, just before we started recording, everyone witnessed him being his chaotic self, and now he's tuckered himself out. Um, and how's your wound? <laughs> healing. <laughs> There's nothing a mother's love can't heal. <laughs> he bit me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you both have tiny puppies. Yeah, how's, yeah. how's motherhood for you, Charlie? It's it's beautiful. I mean, I already had Mr. Brown, so we're just adding to our family. But I will say it's it's strange having a dog that's older who already has his routines and, you know, we have, like, a, a good sense of what he wants when he wants it, that sort of thing. But with Bonnie, it's like she just has no fucking idea. Like, every, you know, there's no associations and like we're finding the toilet training really hard <laughs> and like with puppies you can if it's just one of them you can kind of like crate train them but mm. we don't want to separate her from brown but we can't put brown in the crate they also hate the fucking crate yeah like, kenzo <laughs> hates the crate so much <laughs> it's impossible but he's pretty good at going to the toilet though that's good 
Yeah. Not a flex. She's that, just, you know. That that makes up for the biting in my yeah, books. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Weren't you saying that your dog is also eating wood bits as well? <laughs> oh, my God. He's eating everything on the floor, wood. Um, you know those, like, little things on headphones that help you adjust the size? He just had one of them in his mouth. Like my whole hand has been in the mu- in his mouth in the back of his throat getting things out. Oh my god! Yeah. Nice, yeah, great. We love that. Yeah. How's uh, how's your your dog Sky? Um, she's fine. Uh, compared to your youngins, her dog years in human years it means she's forty three, and she definitely carries herself as a forty three year old woman who has come into her sexuality later in life. Um, he was married and she was happy to raise children under the heterosexual banner. But ever since her, uh, kids are getting older, she's left her husband. She's kind of finding herself and she's enjoying that life. <laughs> My beautiful It's a very dog. specific story, Jordan. <laughs> it's crazy what happens when you adopt. You just, <laughs> you're dealing with something new. It's, uh, it's a wild experience. Um, no, things are good. It's been, it's been a good summer. I don't think that I rested as enough, enough, as much as I should have. How do you guys feel about rest and productivity over the break? Um, I feel like I got a lot of stuff done. I mean, you both would know, like registering for a comedy festival, thinking mm-hmm. about that whole thing took up a lot of my like brain power. Then like arranging, I guess like the new year. You're like, yeah, it, a lot of people don't realize how much work goes into something like comedy festival. Yes. It's really time consuming and slow going and also just stressful because as you said, Aurelia, like this is more than just the festival. It's the planning for the whole year. Like a lot of like what you do for the rest of the year in comedy kind of orbits around the major festivals. So, Mm, you know, having a good strong festival can really like set you up for the year. Yeah. And it's an important time for us. Yes, it's, um, it's, and usually it's a very different lead up. I mean, I usually go straight into comedy festival, but this year the hope was to go to Perth, perhaps <laughs> Adelaide. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. And, uh, how dare I assume? <laughs> how dare? I didn't register anything, but it is definitely a different vibe coming into comedy festival knowing that everybody is coming in raw like no one has worked on it we'll all be opening these shows there i mean apart from people who've done their shows before that are bringing Mm. them back which is also great it's going to be interesting because i think it's an opportunity to appeal to a new audience yeah who might have gone to an international person but also how many people aren't are just not going to go i don't know they're forced to reach into their own pockets this year so yeah i'm excited i think it's going to be a real one-off that yes. like we'll look back on and be like that was bizarre but possibly yes. like one of the most special festivals we'll ever have yeah yeah i remember you and i talking about this charlie when it was like up in the air about what was going to happen and it was just kind of we both came to the conclusion of like whatever it's going to be it's going to be so unique yeah let's do a quick plug what's everyone's show called oh yeah what are your times what are your locations yes do it you start earlier yeah <laughs> Oh, my God. Put me on the spot. I don't know what the show is called. <laughs> um, no, my show is called Woke 2.0. It's on from the 6th till 18th of April at the Victoria Hotel at 6.15 p.m. during Tuesday to Saturday and on Sundays the Lord's Day at 5.15 p.m. A little earlier so you can say a long prayer before bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, when's your show? Uh, my show is called Cockatiel. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and it's at Comedy Republic at 6.30 on March 24th to April 5th. Nice. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Come along. <laughs> Come on, man. Mine is called Zombie and it is at 8.30 from the 22nd of March to the 28th of March. It was the first week. Smash it out. 8.30 p.m. What a dream. At the Butterfly Club. At the Butterfly Club, yes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's very exciting. I did one of the – I put up a poll for people um, to name it and um, – what, what were the other options? It was just – it was zombie and no worries if not. And I had so many people say, choose no worries if not, you psycho. And I went for zombie. I don't yeah. know why. I'm I think- personally offended because I, I was one of those people messaging you saying – I know. 
you must go with no worries if not because it's hilarious that was such a like you thing (laughs) yeah it's so jordan (laughs) well i think that the title's gonna be zombie and the tagline is gonna be no worries if not okay (laughs) which is best of both worlds best of both worlds (laughs) And I, I, I stand here humbled to be... Um, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> you learned nothing. You put up a poll. It was like 90% were like this. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to do you. what I wanted to do anyway. That's so chaotic. What's your rising sign again? <laughs> I'm Gemini. Oh, no. Gemini moon, Aquarius rising. Oh, my God. That explains everything. Your triple A sign. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too much. It's too much. Speaking of um, star signs, Mercury's in retrograde. Are, are y'all feeling it? Yes. I read that in January in my horoscope and I read this amazing horoscope. Everyone needs to read it. This lady is called Susan Miller. It's like always eight to 10 pages long. Okay. And she goes into such detail and she was like, Mercury's in retrograde until March. Do not buy electronic appliances. And just at the start of the year, I was like, I need a new laptop because mine is overheating. And when she said that, I was like, okay, I'm not doing it. And it turns out my laptop still works. But a, a new one, a new one would have cocked it by now. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. On the topic of star signs, did you guys see a couple of weeks ago that the creator of CoStar was kind of getting raked over the coals? No, what happened? She had this interview where she was saying that someone had asked her, do you make the co-star predictions intentionally negative and intentionally like pessimistic because they were like some kind of other astrologist and they were mm-hmm. saying like you you tend to focus on the negative when i'm seeing in the, in the charts not that mm-hmm. and apparently the the creator of co-star was just like actually i intentionally quote unquote troll people because i believe that people need to be pushed like she was saying that like basically I make it a lot more negative than it needs to be so that people's expectations are lower and that they go into life kind of cynical and underselling themselves so that when things go well, they're pleasantly surprised. And and then everyone's like, you're like fucking with a lot of people's like mental health because an app like CoStar has blown up and people use it in an almost like, you know, religious routine way. I don't know about the ethics of using that power to be like, I'm going to kind of be your like armchair psychologist and try and like guide oh you. My God. And also like, bitch, I like, I don't need another cynical voice in my head. I do yeah. wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror. Like, yeah, and then yeah. I open Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. As uh, if, yeah, as if we need another voice in our head being like, it might not be okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Fuck this woman. I saw something on the internet that kind of relates to this where it's like um, this person was saying that they tried to explain to their parents that most people under 40 don't think it's going to get better. <laughs> like in terms of like the, the world. They're like, yeah. They're people bit. who believe it's going to get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Who, who are they? Show me. Show me. Show me these people. I need yeah. receipts. Yeah. It's just, I mean, pessimism is good in like small chunks. I don't think, I think I can go overboard sometimes, but got to have a bit of hope. Yeah. What Expect the worst, know? hope for the best. Yeah. Mm. Is that a lyric? Yes. <laughs> it's an image in here. No, it's that, that youth song that's like, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Are they going <laughs> to drop the bomb or not? <laughs> Is that the actual lyric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm forever young. I want to be forever young. I, I, I didn't even know the song had other lyrics. <laughs> Speaking of shit lyrical songs, have you guys heard that driver's license song? How dare you segue by saying it's shit. It is the greatest song of our generation. <laughs> of somebody else's generation, not mine. How old is she? Four? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A very liberal stroke there. Oh, yeah, yeah. our generation. Our generation. Me and yeah. sweet Sabrina. What's her name? Olivia. Uh, yeah, Sabrina's the bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Sabrina's the blonde girl that she always worried about. <laughs> In the Have you followed this drama, Aurelia? 
No, um, I've listened to the song because someone was like, this is the most streamed song ever. And I was like, I haven't heard it. And I was like, oh, I have heard it. Yeah, fill me in. What's happening? It's it's a lot. <laughs> so funnily enough, Charlie has been telling me to watch the high school musical, the musical, the series, so For long. <laughs> I still have yet to do it, even though, even though I'm knee deep in this Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina, and small man shit. <laughs> So they they they're cast members on this show and they're um, the two like they're the like leads. And really? They, yeah, they're the Rachel and Finn in Glee kind of storyline, like oh, you know, okay. on again, off again. But they get together in in the show, and then the actors dated in real life. Yes. Well, I heard that they never officially dated because he's eighteen and she was fifteen at the time, oh. and he was like. I can't be like we can't yeah. date because that's um illegal because I think the age of consent is 16. Yeah. Anyway, so that he was like we're not going to date. I'll wait till you turn 16. How weird that it's like oh we can film it and we can portray ourselves that way, but we can't yeah. actually be in a relationship. Yeah, totally. Mm. Wait, yeah. so where does the song come in? Oh, well, so <laughs> any anyway, they had a relationship and then they broke he left her. But he left her for this other Disney Channel-esque girl. That's all you need to know, basically. Mm. And then the original girl, um, Olivia Rodrigo, came out with this song called Driver's License, which is, like, very, very clearly about Joshua Bassett, the ex, (laughs) and him, like, getting with this new girl. And then everyone was kind of, like, you know, giving her sympathy. And I think there was possibly some, like, hate mail sent to this new girl. Oh, no. But then she came out with this, like, diss track against Olivia Rodrigo. And it's like, you know, if Olivia was being kind of subtle and nuanced in her lyrics, like, this girl has basically said, like, I'm fucking him now. As (laughs) you're there being a little bitch, like, he's touching me and, like, he's inside me. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the lyrics is, like, I know it's getting under your skin, but he's under mine. Yes. She's literally like, yeah, that big dick throbs in me, bitch. Essentially. Oh, my God. But is she 16 yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she, had to, she had to be 16 to get her driver's license, and oh, they were true. practicing driving together. And now she was always going to drive home to him, but now she drives past the street that he lives. and he drives a white car and now when she looks at white cars she sees him i'm 27 years old (laughs) (laughs) and this sabrina track the disc track it's like it's just brutal like and everyone's just been like you didn't need to go that hard like let her die in peace like you know like you've got her man like let this 16 year old girl grieve like (laughs) And Olivia's song is really good. Like, it's, like, it's definitely for teenagers and non-adjusted adult women. But um, <laughs> but it's it's so heartbreaking. I listened to it. I played it with my partner, Kayla, and they were like, this is so sad, this poor girl who broke her. Like, oh, my God. And it's just, like, cathartic. And, like, you, like, you're not like, oh, my God, this blonde girl is such a bitch. I mean, maybe some teenagers are. I know I did open with Sabrina's the bitch, so <laughs> yeah. full disclosure. But, you you know, you're like, oh, this is a really awful, sad situation. And then yeah. Sabrina's track is like, his skin's on my skin. And she's like, and it's so, it's like really bad. She's like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, have any of you ever written a song for someone? No. Mm. Yeah. Have you, Charlie? No. No. Why did that sound, like, not convincing? <laughs> yeah. Get out with it, Charlie. Yeah. I, I mean, I just wish I had the, like, creative energy to sit down and complete a task. Like, <laughs> you know, I can't do it for my own fucking career, let alone to, like, harass someone else. Fair. That's the thing that gets me as well, how quickly Sabrina, like, churned out the music production for the diss track. Like, oh, my had, God. Like, you had to act quick. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of, you know when people are like, uh, how people are like, oh, I'll let you do the comedy or, like, I'll let you do this, blah, blah, blah. That's how I feel about, like, love songs. I will never write a love song. There are people out there who do it very well. And like you said, Charlie, I should actually write some bits. I uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Wasting yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the, uh, are you, are you enthralled by the Olivia Rodrigo? <laughs> I will tell you this. You listen to the song and you, you get so swept up in it. And then you Google this man. His name's Joshua. Is that right, Charlie? Mm-hmm. You Google Joshua and he is literally like, he looks 10 years old. And yeah, he's pubescent. <laughs> he's a small boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> At best. And you're like, oh my god, I, I cried for this man? <laughs> oh, to be 15 again. Well, speaking of the youth, you guys saw our good friend, uh, friend of the show, Jojo <laughs> Siwa, has come out! That is so cute. Now um, we stand. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. before, she was going to get... Take out that fucking bow out of your head. Oh, oh my god. god. Wear some neutral tones, Jojo. Oh, would it kill you? <laughs> <laughs> some subtle brown. Just enjoy something out, outside a neon perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. How did Press- you guys find out about it? Instagram? Nice. She yeah. texted me. <laughs> <laughs> Abby Lee Miller texted me. <laughs> From prison. From prison. <laughs> I saw her on TikTok singing along to a Lady Gaga song. Born this was, way. Yes, and alarm bells. Alarm <laughs> bells. <laughs> and I looked through the comments and people were just commenting rainbows and I was like, okay, I definitely jumped to conclusions, but this is. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going nuts over this. But then that photo went around of her wearing a shirt that said best gay cousin ever, which yeah. used to get advertised to me a lot on Facebook before I came out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Wasn't the one that got advertised to you like, I'm the fun aunt. Yes. Yeah, you're right. No, there was yeah. no cousin involved. It was like, I'm your gay grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian oh. pensioner. <laughs> before i eat your pussy let me take my teeth out <laughs> oh my god you know if you didn't have teeth your tongue would be so much longer like you could <laughs> <laughs> you've thought about this oh my god wasted potential <laughs> like you could legit put your tongue to the tip of your nose without a problem probably also like the bottom of your chin because your teeth wouldn't be in the way this is true. Well, do you know, whenever I do like tongue, I do tongue exercises before I go on stage sometimes. And when I finish, <laughs> my tongue feels huge. Like I've just like bulked it up. You know, when you work out a muscle and then it's like kind of showing. <laughs> oh my God. Is that what you do before yeah. sex as well? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> I don't want lockjaw. So. <laughs> I'm going to do what I can. Speaking of tongues, you got a new gold tooth, Aurelia. Oh, yeah. Um, can you see it? Yes, I can. Shiny. Yes. Oh, it's stunning. Was that yeah. like, did you need to get like a feeling or something like that? And you were just like, oh, just chuck some gold on it. Or did you specifically want a gold tooth? I never, I didn't want it. The dentist, well, this is a fuck tooth. I've had two root canals on this tooth. Oh, and wow. um, she was like, this tooth has no integrity. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to fall apart. And it already had like a normal like tooth type filling in it. And she was like, we need to put some metal in there and it can either be silver or gold. And I was like, gold, because one day I'll have a gold wedding ring and it needs to match. True. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I got that and I've never felt better. Like the tooth before wasn't as good. It had no integrity. <laughs> it had like my chewing. <laughs> falling apart. Like my chewing has gotten so much more powerful. Oh, Yeah. I don't know if, do you have a favorite side in your mouth to chew on? Yes. yes. Um, and just going back to the tongue stuff, because I have a lot of tongue jaw situations. Before, we get it, Jordan. You got a strong <laughs> tongue. <laughs> um, I will have often have a, an, a minty or chewing gum because I always chew on my left side and I'll put it on my right side. So it stimulates a different part of my brain before an audition or like a big gig so that I'm like fully engaging and it's not just one part of my brain that's Whoa. overwhelmed wow um, i've got to steal that trick yeah it helps you sing better charlie i should get into that wow it's so interesting mm. i kind of like when i'm like distracted because i fidget all the time i kind of like rub my nail against this one tooth and i've done it for so many years that i honestly think i've started to like actually like tilt <laughs> the tooth <laughs> 
So I've got this like one like snaggle tooth that's like <laughs> Oh my god. A bit oh. pointing out. Yeah. It looks so cute. I'm fucked. Oh my god. So I bash my teeth to the left every day. <laughs> do you guys bite your nails or grind your teeth? Uh I don't think I do either. I think I just um text people I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I used to bite my nails and then one day I stopped and uh teeth grinding i think i do it when i'm really angry in my sleep mm. Mm. oh yeah. yeah sleep is where it gets you mm. do you what were you what were you gonna say about the um chewing on one side of your mouth was that going oh no that was just like you know like sometimes you chew just on one side because the other side is trash and now i have <laughs> two equally good sides <laughs> It's like being ambidextrous, but for your mouth. Yes. Yeah. What can't you do, Aurelia? This your is... palate is opened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I this tongue stuff is really. I went to a singing teacher who is like obsessed with neuroscience, and mm. it's amazing the stuff that he does. But there's some shit where I was like, "This is. Are you a witch?" Like one time he had like metal prongs and he like dinged them on the table so that they vibrated and then like put it on one side of my tongue. <gasps> And wow. it made a huge difference, but it was also like, I can't be doing this. Yeah. Wow. I can't carry <laughs> a baton. Yeah. And he's literally like, he sometimes will be like, do you have a vibrator? And I'm like, three or four. And then <laughs> he's like, yeah, put a vibrator here before you audition. And I'm like, sir, I can't. Yeah. Where <laughs> I the perform. Room, be like, hey. <laughs> you should get a Theragun. Have you gotten Actually, those ads? Yes. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's like one of those handheld massage guns that just like repeatedly punches you in the back until you're fixed. <laughs> it's like a little hammer. You like- make it sound so appealing. <laughs> <laughs> it just like punches you. It's a small elderly woman who slaps <laughs> you across the face to you come to your senses. <laughs> uh, I actually wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Was that guy that you're talking about, Jordan, the singing like guru? I think I saw a video of yours where it was like about like projecting or like hitting a higher note and he like maybe like blindfolded you. Is this that that guy? Yes. So what happened was um, um the story that I didn't tell is that I was really hungover. So I had <laughs> spent a decent like a decent amount of money to this singing workshop and then I got fucked the night before and I was like I'm sorry, I'm just a bit sick. <laughs> but I was like, ah. and so I was already like so embarrassed because like my voice is like, <laughs> so like the first video is me being like, ah, like struggling to hold it together. Um, and then he was like, uh, how bad's your vision? And I was like, terrible because I've always had really bad vision. And he gave me these glasses with spots in them, like pinholes, pinhole glasses. So it was just like regular, they look like speed dealer glasses. They cover your whole face and they just have pinholes in them. And I put them on and I, I'm telling you, like when I first went to the optometrist when I was five, I couldn't see the E on the wall, the big E that they start with. That's how bad it is. And I put on these speckled glasses and I had next to perfect vision. What the hell? And they had no prescription in it because it's like your eyes are processing information in a different way. So why can't you wear them all the time? Because I look really (laughs) ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't do that. So the thing is, so what happened when I put the glasses on is that it helped me belt because it was um, releasing tension around my vagus nerve and your vagus nerve is like here and it controls your nervous system and of course that's the first thing that goes when you're anxious and nervous and stuff like that and I was like I can belt like a crazy bitch when I'm at home but whenever I belt at auditions or in shows it like gets really wide it splats and he was like oh like this and this and then it helped and it was really nice it's crazy I find it so interesting yeah the way that like psychology works with the physical body yeah. And it's, it's no, it's no joke. Like, you know, I, I have the same thing. Like when I'm just at home, I'm like proper tenor. Like I can really sing high, but then like I'll get into an audition or I'll be nervous and shaky. And it's like, I guess I'm a baritone now. Yeah. Like, this, <laughs> this is my destiny. Yeah, I'll send you, I'll send you links to his YouTube. He's great. He sounds like sometimes when I describe this stuff, people are like, this sounds like those like weird, like Bikram yoga things where he yeah. 
controls your mind <laughs> it's all legit and he's just like a big nerdy boy who loves loves singing so i'll link it to you andrew byrne for those at home if anyone listens if we don't edit this out because it's not pop case <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need to talk about juicy shit oh let's keep talking about jojo just to yes. like get back mm-hmm. onto that mm-hmm. i legitimately think her coming out is such a huge thing because she represents to like millions of like middle American kind of teenagers and their mums. She's a superstar to them. Yes. To have someone that age and that profile come out as gay. How old is she? She's 16. Yeah, I think she's just 16 years old. And she's oh. also, yeah, she's just literally the most popular child star in the world. I mean, it misses us because she is too much. Like we said, neutral tones, take out the yeah. ponytail. Your hairline will thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, for kids, she's, like, huge. Like, kids wear those uh, those big bows, and that's JoJo's bows. She's a fucking mm. millionaire. But, yeah, I felt the same way, Charlie. I was, like, when it first happened, I was, like, yes, bitch, get it. And then I kind of moved on. And then, like, a day later, I was, like, in my car, and I was, like, this is huge. Yeah. And she's going to face backlash and, like, yeah. potential, like, huge financial loss because when most of your audience is – her audience, yeah. Yeah, like middle America and like, you know, probably a lot of conservative families. You can imagine that like the big wigs that run all her subsidiary brands and accessories and that kind of stuff would have been like, this is going to be a blow. Yeah. But to be like, no, we're doing it and stick with it if you care about JoJo, I think it's just cool. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I always see little kid stuff and think it's gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you ever go to, like, Kmart or Target, kids' sections are full of rainbows and glitter and, like, stars and sparkles and sprinkles, and it's, like, it's so, like, happy and gay and, like, just let kids and let kids be kids and, like, be who they are. Yeah, and kids roll with stuff, you know, they just get it mm-hmm. intuitively. It's just like, oh, she's into girls, okay, cool. Like, yeah. they don't care. Unless you make them care. Exactly. Yeah, her, her wardrobe is, is is offensive to the eyes, but also, <laughs> but also, great, whatever, do what you got to do. It's just one of the, it's, I'm really happy for her because also you watch someone like Jojo and we've just seen this story over and over again. You're like, when's she going to crack? Like, when is she going to, like, go full child star on us and, like, mm. <laughs> have a terrible time? But then Statue just came out. Which is so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me wrong. But talking about someone who's not dressing in rainbow, neon, and sparkles at all. Segway queen. Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, yeah. nude, the nude queen <laughs> is allegedly getting a divorce and... I don't know if you've heard the rumors about Jeffree Star, another, oh, another YouTube star, <laughs> oh, <laughs> allegedly um, stealing Kanye away from Kim. <laughs> Have you heard this? The memes. <laughs> it's so, good. so funny. So um, where are they? They're in they're in Wyoming, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, a lot of celebrities have like homes in Wyoming, which. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like blew my mind because I'm like, where is that? And why such a weird arrangement of consonants, that word. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> um, but apparently the person who like made the original TikTok made it all up and there's no actual relationship going on between Jeffree Star and Kanye West. But according to Jeffree Star, lots of other rappers are in his DMs. So <laughs> Jeffree Star is such a shit. I oh just... my god. <laughs> oh my god, did you see that Lana Del Rey um has been again called out for being racist? And her response literally was, I'm not racist. A lot of my best friends are rappers. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, the layers of wrongness in that. That she just uses the word rapper as synonymous with black. But also, to to even say a lot of my friends are black would have been bad enough. Oh, she's she's like that, like, aunt who thinks that they're, like, progressive. But they're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she just needs to shut the hell up. Um, didn't she also, like, write a book? I'm just, like, looking that up. I swear she wrote a book came out by her. She was writing a poetry book because the first yes. time it all came out, she was like, I'm going to talk about this more in my poetry book, but how come, like, these Beyonce, Doja Cat, and Ariana Grande are allowed to, like, be sexual and then I get punished for like talking about the complex relationships between me and like bikies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was an iconic moment. But yeah, she does have a book. It's called Violet Bend Backwards Over the Grass. It sounds so shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so clearly she used a violet and some bikey is bending her over backwards over the grass in a country club. Do you know what? Everybody read Milk and Honey and thought, I can do that. I haven't read Milk and Honey. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> but I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's Milk and Honey? It's that, is it Rupi Kaur? It's like K- Rupi K-A-U-R. Um, again, I, just, I haven't read it, but it's on, it was on everyone's bedside table for a while and it was just a book of poems and they were like really simple, but also really beautiful. Like she's an incredible poet by all accounts. I haven't read it. Um, but it feels like <laughs> that book came out, took off. And then we had that YouTuber, Gabby Hanna releasing a poetry book where one of the poems is slide and then like enter, enter, enter into my DMs and like. like a whole page for that and like then Lana Del Rey is like I whispered into the night and my daddy said fuck me child (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly it it's just not everyone can do everything pick one thing (laughs) that's my thing make your slow music and be racist leave it at that we don't also need poetry (laughs) (laughs) god so has she responded to any of that backlash or is it just like she's just said that rapper's comment and moved on with her life (laughs) maybe her pr team got onto her and told her to just stop posting but i i kind of stopped following it after that yeah i feel like i don't know every year celebrity scandals last shorter yeah like when you look back to i don't know early 2000s and it's like your tom cruise and your brangelina drama and that would just be on tabloids for weeks months yeah. if not even a whole year and like now it's 2021 and someone can literally say kanye west is fucking jeffree star and like two days later we have something else to be mad yeah. about <laughs> it's true the turnover is crazy mm, um yeah Speaking of crazy scandals that we move on from pretty quickly, <laughs> we've got to talk about Army Hammer. Oh my god! Oh, true. I literally had already forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's a long way from Elio now. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I caught on to this one a little late. Does anybody else want to take over the rain? What? Like, what? What's the? What's the story here? <laughs> Where do I start? 
<laughs> Let's begin uh, with the cannibalism, I reckon. It's a good place to start. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> just like a quick backstory as well. Army Hammer has two children and a wife or ex-wife. Because in my mind, I just thought of him as that character from that movie. I was like, yeah, he's single and he's living his best life. But not in Italy, but in LA. Turns out he's actually been like a family man. And like many married men, he, I guess, started having maybe affairs or just kind of talking to people on Instagram, sliding into their DMs and hooking up with them and telling them things like, I have eaten an animal's heart just after it was slaughtered. Yeah. (laughs) And I want to drink your blood. I want to drink your blood. I'm a full cannibal. Oh, that's so scary. I've never said that to anyone. Just like such a fuckboy DMs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Typical fuckboy. Yeah. To be like, to like open with like, yeah, I've, I've, I'm a full cannibal. Oh my God. Like I'm being so vulnerable right now to flip I'm that. so <laughs> random. Yes. Yes, exactly. And then it went all into kind of spiraling. There was a video, I think, or a photo of him driving and having a beer and snorting, I believe, white powder. Maybe I'm making that up, but he was definitely having a beer and driving. And then this whole other thing came out where he had an interview a few years ago with, I believe, I'm going to say Netflix Brazil or like some Brazilian like media thing. And they asked him the typical question of who would you have dinner with anyone in the world dead or alive? And he said, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) he said, um, the Marquis de Sade, which is like, he's a sadist, sadist, where where sadism comes from. And they were like, oh, really? That's your answer? And he was like, yeah, I reckon he's like really interesting. So it goes way back. Um, clearly, I have not at all been obsessed with this. Um, and the oh. last thing I will say about this is that um, I read somewhere that apparently he said that after his wife gave birth to his children, um, he said that he felt like they couldn't have rough sex anymore because he respected her too much. Oh, fuck. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. Mess. I hate that. That is like... And men think they're being so respectful by being a dud root. And it's like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I respect you too much to fuck you the way you deserve. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh, of course. And they also like, yeah, and they just have these like mother complexes as well. It's so weird. And I think that the more, like, I haven't read a lot of the DMs because I like, enjoy sleeping at night but i was like (laughs) a lot of people have been like you kind of hear about it and you're like "Ooh, quirky a little bit of like cannibalism and then you read them and it's like very possessive and like full Mm. on and it's one of those things it's like it crossed my mind like is this real at one point but i was kind of like it seems such a specific thing for multiple sources to be coming in on like cannibalism basically Mm. and just for it to be random and even then it's got such like sticking power that i'm not sure that his career can ever completely move on from it he comes from a rich family yeah i don't feel he's gonna start a private island somewhere and just like Mm. live there and eat people probably yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i thought you were gonna say before when they uh, when the brazilian reporter asked him who would you have at your dinner party that he was gonna say something like i'd eat you <laughs> well, you'd be there to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I was sorry. I was talking to friends about this because there was one particular message that he sent that was like, "I want to cut off your toe and keep it in my pocket" or something like that. Oh, and like, God. so I think about you all the time. And I was That's like, kind of cute. <laughs> a little just momentum. A, yeah, just like put it around your neck, like this is bad. Yeah. Oh my god! Absolutely. <laughs> It's so nice. Some people wear hoodies. Some people cut off your toes. You know, everybody's got a thing. <laughs> it's called a love language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. Did you do the quiz? I got toe. I'm the yeah. toe. <laughs> I just remember us getting similar to what we were talking about before about scandals that lasted longer. When everyone lost their minds, when that leaked phone call from Camilla and Prince Charles came out and Prince Charles said he wished he was a tampon inside of her. He was jealous because she was like, I've got my period. And he was like, I'm jealous of the tampon because I want to just sit inside you. <laughs> oh. oh, my that God. that seems like child's play compared to this. I miss life before I knew that fact. <laughs> Also, period sex is a thing. 
Yeah. Like, you know, you can still fuck her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm unsurprised that Prince Charles is weird about um period sex. <laughs> True. Unsurprised that he's jealous of tampons. <laughs> and that's why they're still taxed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm curious about the just circling back to the Kim and Kanye thing. Is that st- it's still alleged? That's you know what they're saving it for episode one of the final season, aren't they? Yeah, for sure. I think it's like perfectly aligned with the series coming to an end, the kids getting oh. bigger. I didn't realize there was another season. I thought they had ended it. Yeah, I think it's like we're not renewing it after the next one. Mm. Some oh. one more. So then this has to be a sensationalism thing. And if you remember him running for president, which also went so badly. (laughs) So, I mean, of course she'd want to break up with him after that. And um, there's a pattern, too, of uh, really big scandals happening around this time every year. Last year it was like the uh, Kylie's best friend Jordan slept with someone's ex and uh, the year before that. Something else happened. It was the Kim Kardashian thing. Oh, yeah. When, like, actually when Kylie just revealed her pregnancy as she had the baby. Yes. Yeah. She's like, next thing I knew, I was pregnant. Do you remember that meme? I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Rise and shine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, it also... Uh, the Pepsi ad that has become very funny. Um, the candle. The candle, one? yeah. When she gives the cops a Pepsi <laughs> and during the rallies this year, a lot of people be like, where's Kendall? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see when the Capitol got stormed and the riots were happening? Demi Lovato's tweet? No. Oh, what did my she God. Say? <laughs> it was so good. It was like, I'm going to get it up. You gotta get it up. While you're finding it, just another fun an- anecdote that I found out today. Remember when Britney Spears was married for 48 hours? Yes. And when we were like kids, that yeah. man was storming the Capitol. Yes, I oh, heard that. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is, you know, when it's almost like we could have predicted his future, you know? Yeah. Mm. That's what you get for leaving Britney. Um, so Demi Lovato said in the midst of all the, like, capital stuff, and it was, like, in the heart of it as well. It wasn't, like, in hindsight. It was, like, as it was happening. Oh, my God, I'm so mad at the state of things. I'm in the studio writing a new song right now. Follow me on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Just being like, oh, my God, this it's so upsetting that our capital is being stormed and that our government has collapsed. <laughs> It brings out a lot of emotions mm. that are turned into songs. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Yeah, Big things like- coming. <laughs> Democracy's under threat. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully I'm still signed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That whole, I can't believe that there was a coup uh, and we all just, like, carried on. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. And it does, now that he's off off Twitter... I know that if people want to find him, they can, but it's it's been huge. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like the last few weeks have kind of been quiet and peaceful. Like, I mean, there's been this own, this own kind of drama going on, but nothing like when Donald Trump was on Twitter. Oof. But it just shows how much, like, difference it makes. Now we just need to get Pete Evans off Instagram. <laughs> and then One at a time. On to a winner. <laughs> also, just like we've been talking a lot about American stuff uh, closer to home, something interesting happened that I would like love to discuss with you guys. I've only seen a clip of it, but on this season of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, a former Bachelor contestant, Abby Chatfield, who has a really popular uh, podcast as well, She's on there and she's kind of become this kind of like emblem for like feminism, I guess. But she's just wearing like a bikini and stuff like that. And one of the older men, forgive me for not knowing who anyone on I'm a Celebrity is, <laughs> is like, <laughs> is like to her like, oh, you're going to go out wearing that. And like keeps making these like jokes mm. because she's got pretty big tits and a tiny waist and a great bum. And she shows it off as she should. He's just kind of been making all these snarks and then she finally turned around to him, which is kind of amazing to see on Australian TV. I was like, what are you saying? What do you yeah. mean when you say mm-hmm. this? What do you mean by this? And he was like, oh, I just mean like, because she's like, are you threatening me? Are you coming on to me? Are you, what are you saying? And he was like, oh, I'm just, you know, saying that oh, like, wow. if your father saw you. And she was like, 
I don't think my dad cares. So like, but also like, why would my dad be worried? Are you saying that if I wear this, I'm inciting something bad to happen? I'm welcoming something bad to happen to me. It's actually, um, I need to watch that. That sounds incredible. Yeah. And it was just like kind of exciting to watch because there's, especially an Australian free to air, it's a bit of a wasteland, dare I say. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Especially in those shows. So to see someone like stand up for someone like that is, is kind of incredible. And also speaking of closer to home, we know that RuPaul's Australia, New Zealand yeah, is currently in production. Yeah. Oh, what's the, what's the inside gossip? Who knows something? I may or may not know the whole cast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have to tell you off off air. Okay, okay. Keep your um, secrets. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see the pit crew personally. <laughs> yes. I haven't even thought of the pit crew. Oh my god. They'll call them um, there'll be some shitty pun. Oh. Kangaroo crew or something. Oh uh, yeah, the roo yeah, crew. The roo crew. Yeah. Or the spit crew. Um <laughs> put them on the spit. <laughs> Well, I have some tea about Drag Race UK, which can <gasps> air. Um, oh, I know what this is, and I love it. Um, Go for it. One of my housemates has had sexual relations with one of the queens on Drag Race UK season <gasps> two. Huge. I, I will not say which one, Ugh. but you already know. Um, you, <laughs> I will, I'll tell you by DM if you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And buy tickets to your show. And buy tickets to your yeah. show. <laughs> show the receipt and you will get the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my of God. Both my housemaid and the queen. <laughs> wow. Have I you guys that. been watching Drag Race UK season two? Yes. I've seen two episodes so far and I love it. How um, fucking good is it? It's the, so good. So much better than the current US yes. season, if you ask it's, me. So fresh and charismatic. Everyone's happy to be there. There's different like varieties of drag. I forget about the, the, the fact that it's come out at the same time as the US. I, when I sit down to watch the US one, I can't remember who the queens are. Like I literally have to like try and recall because the UK one is so strong. Mm -hmm. Um, it's devastating watching any of them go home. I don't want Mm. any of them to go home. (laughs) The whole cast is stars. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, like, when I watch Drag Race US now, I'm like, everyone's already so perfect. Yeah. Like, watching old seasons of Drag Race, and you're like, oh, I remember her, seeing her in All Stars, and she, like, got new teeth. <laughs> like, mm. you just know people, like, work their ass off and, like, develop their drag, while it feels like now on Drag Race US, everyone is already so polished. It's, like, expected that you're perfect, and, like, mm. I get it, because drag has evolved over the last fucking 13, 15 seasons if you count all the Christmas specials and so on. But I just wish it was more, like, more crafty again. Yeah. Like, I yeah. miss that. Plus, like, and the UK is exceeding in this department, but it is more about your personality and your likability. You know, like a queen like Tia Coffey in UK, who I'm obsessed with, like, I, I don't even that. think she'd get cast in the US one just because, you know, she doesn't have the, like, thousands and thousands of dollars required for the, like runways but it's like who gives a shit she's a star she's hilarious and like Ginny Lemon and just this like weird cool older energy and again yeah. would never get cast in the US version which yeah. is more of like a Instagram pageant at this mm-hmm. point absolutely that's such a good way of putting it yeah I just um there's there's a realness to it I think that mm. I think that also like as Australians it we just feel closer to the UK culture too so mm. it'll be interesting to see how that translates as well for Drag Race Down Under because it feels like we're such a mix of American and British culture mm. with a K <laughs> <laughs> that I, I wonder what spin there will be because there's definitely drags and elements of queer culture in Melbourne that can be super bitchy, but then there's others that's a lot closer to like a Bimini vibe. Mm. I'm loving Bimini. Bimini is awesome. I'm obsessed. I think she's got an amazing body. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And I she's like a little five tattoo in my ass cheek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tape and the crack was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just like walking down, you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, but she was really great. And that chat she had with uh, Ginny Lemon, I'm not sure if you guys have got up to that episode, but they talk about being non binary. And it's like, there's maybe like a five minute segment that is just 
the, the two of them having this earnest discussion about what being non-binary means to them. And it's really beautiful and authentic and it didn't feel like production had much of a hand in it in the same way that in the US, you know, version, it'll be like a queen in the mirror being like, and that's when my parents abused me. Anyway, now it's the runway. You know, like there's just no... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now to the runway. (laughs) Might be as bad as when Michelle hits me with her. (laughs) Her vicious words. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. uh, Actually, I have yellow bed sheets because my partner, Kayla, is non binary and we watched that episode and then I came home and they were like, I bought some sheets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize that about yellow and it makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yes. um, I I love it. I just, I just heard this for the very first time now. Well, I, I had just heard it when Bimini and Ginny were talking about it on Drag Race, but basically because like, you know how blue and pink is like the trans flag. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there's a lot of like gendering of like the color blue and the color pink and this idea of like a binary. So non-binary exists beyond blue and pink, which is yellow. Mm. Um, so that's the kind of like agreed upon non-binary color. And they both have bleached um, yeah. yellow yeah. mullets. Oh, yeah. I like. I thought they looked so alike with their. They have the same haircut. Ginny is Bimini from the future coming back to like guide her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was really sweet, and it was also really sweet though. Even saying that um, Ginny's guiding Bimini, there was definitely a moment where Bimini was sort of what, what was it, uh, consulting or what's yeah. the word comforting. Ginny, and I think it's because maybe we're very lucky to be in this younger generation where we're yeah. talking openly about gender and what it means. Whereas if you're particularly an older generation person or an older generation queer, there's still lots of new things yeah. coming through and still a lot of prejudice within the queer community as well, like for gender diverse people. Mm-hmm. But it is very exciting seeing that and dedicating five minutes. You're right, Charlie. Yeah. Like that's so like you never see that. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And then I saw Bimini tweeted like that that scene, but she made this comment that was like, "Just an FYI, you don't have to have yellow hair to be non-binary." <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh yeah, are we ready for our new segment? Yes, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Pop, Pop of love. <laughs> No, 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 no. I can't. I can't. Oh I can't. God. I'm too out of sync. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll go and then you go. <laughs> Try to get pop or flop. <laughs> pop or flop. Pop or flop. Perfect. That'll do. Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. So this is our newest segment called Pop or Flop, where we give you a quick, <laughs> our quick analysis on whether a celebrity or a show or something new that has come out, whether it's a pop or whether it's flop. Today we're talking about the most popular series on Netflix ever. I think it just surpassed like Stranger yeah. Things. Uh- <laughs> It is Bridgerton and Aurelia, you changed your name on Twitter to Lady Whistledown. <laughs> I'm la- keen to hear your thoughts. <laughs> it lasted for one whole week. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, nobody will get to reference anymore because time moves too quickly. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly loved Bridgerton. I binge watched it at work <laughs> and I didn't do my job very well in that 24 hour period. <laughs> Essentially, the most accurate and like short description of Bridgerton is Pride and Prejudice meets Gossip Girl. Yeah. And after watching Bridgerton, I rewatched Pride and Prejudice and I watched a few like episodes of Gossip Girl. And, um, yes, it's exactly that. It's so good because it's set around the same time period as Pride and Prejudice, right? Yeah, I guess so. I like really don't know anything <laughs> about any time. I'm like, yeah, that was in 1950. <laughs> like a grungy 90s <laughs> it's like an urban fantasy yeah, yeah it's very cool yeah. um, so I haven't finished it I'm watching an episode each night before I go to sleep 
but I have already seen so many spoilers on TikTok and it is essentially, in the best way possible, smut, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's slow burn as well. Like, you really have to earn it. Like, mm-hmm. do you care if I spoil something, Jordan? Oh, no, go for it. So I, I'll tell you where I'm up to, and spoiler alert for the listeners as well, if you're yeah. interested. <laughs> um, I, they've just got married, and he will not spunk inside his lady. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she so far <laughs> is like, oh, my God, does it hurt? Someone tell the poor girl. Somebody yeah. tell her. Well, actually, on that exact note, like, Mm. the kind of, like, crescendo, pun intended, of the whole season is when he does eventually come in her by choice. Uh, And it's, like, and, like, this, like, inspirational orchestral music is playing. And it's, like, I was, like, sitting there thinking, like, why am I emotional that a man just came? Like, I'm literally, like, he did it. He fucking (laughs) did it. But, like, you know, it's been at this point, what, 10 hours of me watching... (laughs) this journey like i've earned this come you know like, <laughs> <laughs> that's good television <laughs> uh, i saw someone online that was like ah some recommendations if you loved watching bridgerton you might also enjoy porn <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very mills and boone like if your mom mm. ever read that and i low-key love those books because you know exactly what's going to happen and i had like, at the start, I was like, okay, either they get together or they drag it out over, like, several seasons. And I'm so glad that it it kind of finished in a way that if it flopped, <laughs> Netflix could have just gone, yep, yeah, it's only one season. But yeah. it fucking popped and they're currently filming season two. And have agreed to all eight seasons. And it's, yeah. It's, it's a series of books. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, um, the oldest Bridgerton brother is gay. <gasps> <gasps> oh my god he's so yes, fucking hot oh my god and he plays straight so well yeah. like i i didn't know until i was stalking every single cast member and i saw him um, oh my god Aurelia, if yeah. you could feel my heartbeat right now i did not know he was gay <laughs> this has made my week uh, yeah no the oldest one the, the middle one i think one of you tweeted that you hope that he's gay. Yeah, I feel like the the middle brother as a character. Yeah, they definitely got this. If it's not, if he's not gay, then they're def, then they're queer baiting, and I'll yeah. be annoyed at it. So yeah. I I hope that there are some queer storylines in season two. Yeah, but we'll I see. will say the same thing about Eloise. If that bitch is not a fucking lesbian, so yes! I will eat my shoe. Yeah, her little like. <laughs> kind of like choppy fringe yeah she got a knock kitten fringe (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's very funny um so you were stalking him because he's he's in chewing gum as well wasn't he oh i've watched chewing gum but it was so long ago is he the hot guy who won fucker no he's the 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 guy who wears a suit and she's like you got a job like, yeah, and, yeah, she, yeah. and he's like, oh, yeah. And, it, and she was like, you live with your mum or you live in your own place? Like, proud to say they own my own apartment. Oh, what's your number? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that iconic scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that scene. And then it turns out he's, like, got a mad fetish for black women. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's, like, crazy. It's so problematic. And he has all these, like, African statues in his home. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Chewing gum is a good I know that. Well. I know that man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, Bridgerton, I, I'm really enjoying, and it's, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. It's confectionary. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's sexy, and it's well produced, and the costumes and the sets, like, and the they music. have spared. Oh my God. I love the, like, orchestral covers of current pop songs. Yeah. Like, when they had Thank You Next playing. Uh- <laughs> so good. <laughs> Because it takes you a moment without the lyrics to be like, oh, okay. And it becomes like a fun game where you're like, yeah. oh, that's Gaga. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next season, they're doing Born This Way. <laughs> yeah, they should. Uh, do you know that? No, I just made that up. Oh, but what if it's true? It. What yeah. if it's I was true? like, this is your, this supports your gay theory, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hope so. Maybe I'll, I'll tweet them. The second season is about uh, Anthony, the eldest brother, the sexy one, with the fucking amazing sideburns that oh I did not God. know that I was into. <laughs> and now I'm, like, telling Josh to grow some mutton chops, just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
great. I, I'm really enjoying Bridgerton. I know some people are, like, hot and cold, and I know that there's been, like, some, like, interesting things about, like, the race stuff in it as well. Some Im- interesting commentary there, but I haven't finished it, so I'm like, I'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also some interesting stuff about consent. Oh, yeah, and that's true. But, yeah, I think overall there's shows with more violence and mm. less consent that are very highly rated and I think in Bridgerton all the positives of it kind of make up for the things that are kind of badly written or could have been more mm. 2021. <laughs> yeah. And it is yeah. so refreshing to have a period drama where they've just decided, you know what, we're not going to allow that to be, to mean that we don't cast people of colour. Like, we're just, even if it means, like, changing the history of this world that we're playing with, it's more important that we actually have a diverse cast rather than sticking to some kind of like, oh, but there were, you know, the aristocracy or whatever would only have white people, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, who gives a shit? This is fiction mm-hmm. anyway. Let's just make it yeah. a better world. Absolutely. Oh, oh, we need to decide. Oh, yeah. Is it a pop or a flop? It's okay. a pop for me. It's a pop for me. <laughs> it's a pop for me. Pop, 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 I am loving this segment and I can't wait to discuss something next week. Should we plan yeah. it or should we just come up with it on the day? Let's leave it as a surprise, I reckon, for the yes. listener. Yeah. Yes, this is yeah. true. This is true. All right. Well, thanks, my little my little babies. <laughs> yeah, we've missed you. I hope you've had a nice summer and we're getting back into it. And we've got something special coming up next week when we're recording in a studio. Oh, my goodness. If you can believe it. And maybe a little something down the pipeline for a little comedy festival, possibly. Yes, who knows? Keep your diaries (laughs) clear. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PopGazePod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, be gay. 